This is Deserter. The controversial podcast about getting more into your life by doing less and having a fucking lovely pint while you're doing it. Yeah, you, you might say it's a bit of a Marmite podcast. What? Because people either love it or hate it? No, basically a byproduct of the brewing industry. <laughs> Come on, Have baby. It. Come on. Uh, in this episode, pub crawls, music, books and a joint to the fatherland. Plus, all the news you'll ever need about pubs and crisps and that. Do people go to pubs anymore? We have the science behind the rumours. I'm the Dulwich Raider. And I'm Dirty South. And you're listening to Deserter, the controversial podcast about getting more into your life by doing less and having a... F- Hang on a minute. What's going on? Uh, You've started reading from the top again, haven't you? What? Oh, so I have. Are you suggesting this isn't just off the top of our heads? <laughs> <laughs> I think I need that pint, mate. Yes, maybe we should go for that pint uh, and do the first pub quiz. We, we, we are in Greenwich, actually. Yeah, we are yeah. right by the River Thames, a bit further east than we normally go. Uh, the first place we're going to, uh, it's only been open uh, this year, opened in 2021 in a listed building listed partly for its important associations with the history of industry and technology Ooh. and it's built in the 1830s by some whalers a whaling family okay who appeared in the like uh, moby dick uh, james james whale <laughs> like very like james whale <laughs> and it was nearly a uh, cruise terminal where boris was oh uh, yeah w- was happy for it to pollute the river um but uh, the, a local campaign decided it should be a pub instead. Excellent news. So we're actually outside the Cutty Start, standing next to a very full River Thames mm. with a view across the Canary Wharf and we're going to head east, east to our first pub. Mm. Have, is that all the clues you're going to give? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Harsh. <laughs> <laughs> For one English pint. Where in the world are we going? Okay, and we are, of course, at... <laughs> Enderby House. Enderby House, yes. Uh, yeah, probably if you if you haven't, you don't live around here, you might not have heard of it. it it's only been open since April. Yes. So, uh, and this part of the river has changed massively over the last... Yeah, we used to come region. up and down it. We used to like it because it was a bit of a wasteland. But yeah. But now it's very much uh, apartments and... Uh, flatland. Flatland. But this is a very nice pub. Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the old part of the pub... Yeah, this kind of listed part has got sort of beautiful upstairs dining rooms overlooking the river. Yeah. Uh, and the new bit has got a nice little terrace also overlooking the river. So. On which we sit at this very moment, supping a pint of proper job. Yeah. If only we had one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, well done if you got Enderby House. I thought that was tricky. It was tricky. I mean, the clues didn't... Re- I mean, what can you say about it? Yeah, isn't, yeah. You know, it's historical. Begins with E. <laughs> yeah, could have done with that, couldn't I? Yeah. But it's yeah. worth a trip, I think. Worth a trip. Um, right, what have we been up to? Well, uh, we have been on a, an official deserter pub crawl. Yes, we have, haven't we? Yes, we. it was a reward for those people that pledged for the pub crawl to support our book. Yes, reward, reward in inverted commas. <laughs> Um, A tremendous collection, I thought, of beer-loving wastrels. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was lovely to meet, um, you know, some readers we don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
mixed with some uh, that we do. Okay, yeah, a couple of familiar ones. Yeah. Um, and a lovely little crawl from the Perry Hill to yeah. the, the Blythe Hill Tavern, of course. Oh. And the London Beer Dispensary. Yes. Via Blythe Fields. Uh, oh, yes, nice little stop off in Blythe Fields. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much to Terry in the Blythe and Beth in the London Beer Dispensary for making us all feel very welcome. Um, we had a little bit of beer mixing, didn't we? Uh, yes, we did. Yeah. As is the hot topic. Um, everyone tried a hop oil. Yeah. Or is it a neckhead? Yeah, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> half neckhead, half no- what was half it? hop oil. Knob oil. <laughs> I, I, I did laugh when uh, was it Lauren described uh, Whitstable Stout and neck oil as a Whitstable oil. <laughs> <laughs> Whistable oyster stout mixed with neck oil. Whistable oil. Ooh, it put me off a bit. <laughs> Apart from you know thanking all the people that came and, and supporting the book, but I wanted to thank one one guy who couldn't make it. Oh yeah. Um, Peter emailed and said, "Thank you very much for your exciting email. Sadly, and this truly is a tragedy. I'm getting married on October 16th. I mean, I could sack it off, but <laughs> but no, that would be wrong. Or could I? No. Could I though?" <laughs> I'm not asking your permission. I definitely can't sack off my wedding. Can I? <laughs> yeah, it made me laugh. It's a good one. Yeah, good one. And, and but he did get. They did. Well, I believe they got married. Got married in a pub in South London. So I think they're you know they're on the path to greatness yes, there. Yes, indeed. And uh, we wish them every happiness, especially her. <laughs> <laughs> and you've had another jaunt abroad, haven't you? I have indeed. Yes, uh, the fatherland. Yes, I've been to Germany, to uh, Hamburg, to see St Pauli as part of that left-wing football book. Uh, this was quite a, a, a proper trip in that we had like press passes and stuff mm. and could go into the, the media centre at mm. uh, the stadium and drink free beer, mm. free food. But Have you got, you've got my number, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's not a very St Pauli experience. So, no. so we ended up, as we had a pass to go anywhere... We went to the uh, behind the goal on the Sudkurva with, yeah. you know, uh, the beer wasn't free there, uh. but the weed was. Oh, does so, it get passed around in the crowd? It does, yeah, yeah, yeah beautiful. And in a I, pandemic? Yeah, yeah, well, funny you should say that because uh, you had to be double vaccinated to get in. Gotcha. You know, you, uh, and consequently the, their opponents, who they hate, mm. um, sent all the tickets back. They were, they, oh. they, they were protesting. Oh. But I was hoping to pick up a bit of German on the uh, on on the terraces because you know you you kind of uh, singing is a good way to learn the language, isn't it? And, uh, I guess. But the the only uh, the only one I picked up was, who the fucker hands a Rostock? Hey hey, who the fucker hands a Rostock? Hey hey, <laughs> I could go on. <laughs> so that didn't go uh, so well on the language front. But um, we got taken out to uh, dinner by by some of the guys um, and had the local specialty uh, mm. lobscouse mm. that's what it's called mm. uh, and it was kind of corned beef mashed up with mustard with beetroot pickled herring mm. and a gherkin very East European very East European yeah that's not going to work for you is it well I passed on both the herring and the gherkin I have to mm, admit mm. I'm not a fan of the gherkin it's too close to the cucumber I imagine for you and it, allied with another loathing of yours vinegar <laughs> yeah I mean I've, I am the, that kind of cunt who picks it out of uh, the, the, the uh, McDonald's if uh, you know, on yes. the rare occasion I have one yes you have the sort of 
what can I, how can I describe it? The culinary tastes of a seven-year-old, is that unfair? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, um, I just do discriminate. I don't eat anything. <laughs> you don't eat anything? I don't eat everything. Everything, you know? oh, I see, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, I yeah. taste something, I think, that is horrible, Yeah. like gherkins. I'll take yeah, it out. Yeah. I'm not going to put up with and it. And again, are you picking out the herring from the from the from the hash? Uh, no, 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 no. That, that count comes as sort of a side. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Traumatic, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come to more going there gherkins. <laughs> it, it wasn't bad because it was a bit like corned beef hash with an mm. egg on top. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the egg saved the day for me. Yeah. Yeah. Love a bit of corned beef hash. Um, who was it saying? Maybe it was you mm. saying when the, when their missus goes out, um, mm. the first thing they think of is oh, I can make a corned beef hash. Yes, that is me. Yes, <laughs> when, when the missus is away for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine is um, raw onion. I'm not allowed to eat it. Yeah, no. um, you know, so certainly not in the evening before I go to bed. No, that's so understandable. If, I, if uh, Mrs. Raider's out for, out for the evening, I'm like, oh, let's get, <laughs> where's the onion? Let's have some cheese and onion. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, while you've been gallivanting across Europe, I've been discovering a South London music bonanza. I think I've been sort of um, built up by the Wide Awake Festival in the summer. You right, know, yeah. Remember yeah. me saying it was the best thing I've ever done? Yes. <laughs> I think that was partially a reaction to the fact that uh, I hadn't done it for two years. Yeah. Um, so I've been making sure I go out to um, see some live music and... Um, uh, you know, I don't think we need reminding that we're in the actual epicentre of a wild new music scene, but it was a great help. Mm. And um, it started with the, with the Sister Midnight all day at the Fox and Firkin in Lewisham. Mm. Oh my God, the Fox and Firkin's a brilliant place. That's great. As soon it? as you walk in, it has the smell of a music pub. Uh, it's just <laughs> what I like. Mm. And that was an all day we spoke about in the last uh, episode to support the uh, Ravensbourne campaign. Yes. Um, and then uh, had an evening of jazz at the Junction, uh, mm. a local me Junction, Loughborough Junction. Again, it's just an amazing bar. It's doing amazing things. Yeah. And uh, very unlikely, it's, it's filled with people who come down for a jazz hit in yeah. Loughborough Junction. Mm. Yeah. It does Live sound improbable. Live music yeah. every night. Um, mm. uh, on Wednesdays, a guest band. Had a, an, an evening of ambient music. Uh, at Eclectic at Waterloo. Do you remember going to Eclectic? I do, yeah, yeah. An old schoolhouse in the shadow of St Thomas's Hospital, mm. um, which was, sounds better than it is. I mean, ambient music, probably uh, live ambient music. Mm. <laughs> it's a bit of a um, taught, uh, an oxymoron, isn't it? Yes, really? yeah. yes. I've experienced that at Sister Midnight, actually, or whatever its yeah, predecessor yeah, was in yeah. the basement. It's, a, yeah. it's an odd gig, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But we went to see our uh, friend of ours, uh, Twin Galaxies. Very good. Picked some sort of ones that you can you could actually sway to. Mm-hmm. Um, very enjoyable. Last night I saw a Joss Copen band uh, playing their new album at the Old Dispensary in Camberwell. Yeah. Again, another cracking little little venue. Mm. And um, possibly best of all was a night out in Hearn Hill last week. We went for the last sort of warm sunset and um, up the hill and then um, wandered into Off the Cuff, mm. where they have a couple of stages there. That's a great little bar. That's a great little mm. bar. It's, it's, well, Tony's doing some great things there. And um, I was, it was a sort of bar where you get offered squid by strangers. Did you? Get- <laughs> 
Well, I was just chatting, saying I was a bit hungry to this girl. I mean, I have, my conversation is not as good as it used to be. <laughs> no. And she was like, oh, well, I've got some squid. sweet and sour squid in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, have you? She said, yeah. Do you want to have my squid? I was like, yeah. And I opened it up. Yeah, it was still warm. I don't know if it was from a takeaway or something. She opened it up, the carton, and massive bits of sweet and sour squid, and I ate a lot. The oh, pit, the squid was horrified. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with giving people drugs? What's happened to drugs? <laughs> uh, yeah. And later, some some guy kept just buying tequila slammers. I had a big day the next day as well, but you can't turn down a tequila slammer, can you? I can't anyway. <laughs> anyway, a brilliant a month of music. I should probably turn that into a piece. All those venues are great, and if you add in like the windmill and the skiers, I reckon you've got a good round up the South London music scene. Mm-hmm. Very easy to take it for granted but it is a reminder that we should never move to the countryside absolutely yeah i mean we've been without it for so long mm. so it, you know we it's ridiculous to take it for granted now yeah, isn't it yeah we, yeah we've suffered yeah what else have we been up to we have um naked photo shoot <laughs> we did do a photo shoot the uh, our, our publishers asked us if uh, we provide a couple of photographs of ourselves. Yeah. Don't think what we provided <laughs> is quite what they expected. Uh, <laughs> um, the uh, eminent photographer Anthony Medley yeah. uh, snapped us in the Blythe Hill Tavern yeah. in our pajamas. Yes, and uh, it was a remarkable day in many ways. Mm. I mean, my my abiding memory is during a costume change. At one point, mm. I found myself at the bar in the Blythe. Incidentally, we had, um, I hesitate to say we'd hired out the pub. No. They'd, they'd opened it an hour early. Yeah. And uh, I found myself uh, ordering a couple of pints at the bar in my underpants. I noticed that, yes. I uh, mean, I know it was your round, and, and I guess you <laughs> you felt duty-bound, even though you had no trousers. Yeah. And uh, while I was doing that, I thought, this is, for some people this could be a nightmare, but for me, it was like a dream. <laughs> like a dream come true. Really, yeah. To stand at the bar in your underpants ordering pints of hophead although we called it was props the beer was props so yes. we, we actually referred to it as prop head mm, didn't we mm. and I you know thanks to Terry it would every now and again would call out you need a couple more props lads <laughs> yeah. yes we do Terry thank you very much Bring pop, just pop on the table um, yeah that was very nice uh, and uh, on the other book news um, we've been involved in a deve- developmental edit, have yes. we not? <laughs> um, Which we think we've finished. We'll see what they say. <laughs> uh, so we, they've sent it to us with some suggestions. Yeah, for those unfamiliar with a deve- developmental edit, a dev edit, or a structural right. edit, yeah. um, basically you get a really long list of comments from a stranger. <laughs> at, at first, they're very, you get very annoyed because they've completely misunderstood your entire work. And then after the weekend, you think, <laughs> <laughs> maybe they have got a couple of points, yeah. a couple of good points. And then by the end of the week, you think, oh, my God, they're an absolute fucking genius. Mm. It might be better if they actually wrote the book. <laughs> That's the process of the dev edit. Um, so, yeah, for those who are awaiting the book... Uh, Still, I believe, slated for summer next year, mm-hmm. and uh, the dev edit is now, as far as we're concerned, complete. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we had a question that came up in the last podcast that mm. we'd, we'd like to be able to answer now. The question was, 
do people still go to pubs? That's right, yes. So there was a comment, wasn't there, on Reddit saying, mm. I, I hear about English people going to the pub. Mm. Is it possibly true? Or yeah. is it just made up? Mm. And yeah, there's lots of lols about it. And yeah. It was reposted. Uh, but I got to thinking, didn't I, uh, do people still go to the pub? Yeah. I wasn't sure people still did go to the pub. But the only thing we could do was count up how often yeah. we did. So we made a pledge mm. to count up the pubs between the last podcast a month ago and today. Yeah. And uh, right now we're going to do the big reveal. Um, including this one? I think including this one, okay. yeah. Uh, before we do, I, I, I don't know about you, but my total suggests that it would be very difficult for me to persuade a jury in a court of law that I am not a pub-goer. <laughs> at, at, at best, yeah. Uh, my total is 37. Very good work. Uh, How many did you make? Including the Enderby, my total is 43. Very good. I mean, it's a sensational, isn't it? it Can I ask, what was the longest period in that of not going to a pub? Uh, probably three days, you know, I, yeah. I did occasionally in that time do my no drinking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> occasionally, yeah. My my longest was either four or five days. My, my notes are a bit hazy. That's good. Uh, but that includes my Monday, Tuesday not drinking. Yeah, you probably had one at home, didn't you? Yeah. I have to say, I mean, that sa- probably sounds like to a lot of listeners like we're alcoholics. Mm. Uh, but only one of us is an alcoholic. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. My doctor says I'm fine. <laughs> um, but uh, included in that total were a, a couple of crawls. So, for example, yeah. Yeah, we would the dessert uh, reward yeah. pub crawl was three pubs straight yeah. straight there, wasn't it? And then uh, yeah, yeah, I did, like, yeah, I was out in Ramsgate doing four or five pubs in a day sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, mine is definitely boosted by those times when, say, I'm out with you and then I, I think it's time to go home. And then raging oh, yeah. against the dying of the light, I visit yeah. four pubs on the way home. Yes, yeah. Um, and Hamburg, I imagine. Oh, well, Hamburg, yeah, there was a lot, yeah. of, lot of bars yeah. went to there, yeah. But nevertheless, it's quite a lot, isn't it? Because it's I quite a lot. read uh, that the average beer drinker visits a pub 4.3 times a month. Oh. I don't know what an average beer drinker is. No. But it may. It, I don't it, want to hang out with him by the sound of it. A, 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 or a 30 or 40 pubs in a month, we must be above average beer drinkers. Yes, I think we must be. Well, that's the science. You can't argue with it. And yet, I don't like average beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was. Uh, to me, I don't know about you, but to me, that felt like uh, an unusual month. I don't think it was an unusual month, no. Well, I'm going to challenge you again. Okay. I would like you to I keep think, another record for this month. All right. Um, I do think it was probably five weeks rather than a month. Or, you know, it's yes. a, bit, a bit more than a month. A bit more it? than a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been more than a month. Yeah. Doctor, a month and a bit. Yeah. Your, your Honour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Convict this man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we should do it again. Okay. Just to see if it was an, uh, this, That's it, science. It could be an outlier. Yeah, a science. Yeah, it's science. Yeah, but it's getting colder, so maybe, you know, I mean, some, summer you probably go to more, don't you? Maybe, yeah, maybe. It's a shocker. Um, right, um, are we going straight on to the news? The news. The news. 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 News.
The budget, yes, that's right, yes, sorry, mine's, um, yeah, the budget. Uh, Sparkling wine, your favourite, and draft relief. Yeah, I mean, if you're suffering as a result of uh, the loss of... Twenty pounds from uh, your universal credit. Buy champagne. Yeah, because I mean, it's a lot cheaper now. That lot, would seem to be the message, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, so, you know the government's looking after you. So. Yeah, and uh, uh, however, there's a sting in the tail of the draft relief uh, that um, was mentioned in the budget, isn't there? Because mm. it only pertains to the larger sized keg that are per- purveyed by multinationals. Yeah, that's forty right. liters. Yeah, it's n- it doesn't help the small brewers at all. No, or the, or indo- indeed the small pubs who probably yeah. uh, don't uh, don't use that size of barrel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we very much hope that um, the smaller size barrels will be in for the draft relief as well. Otherwise, we simply cannot get behind it. No, the government will be annoyed to hear. Yes, I'm shocked to hear the government backing big business over <laughs> small independent traders. Um. Got a lot of openings, but before we get on to those, um, maybe we should just say that the Thames in Greenwich, appropriately enough, has finally been demolished. That's very sad. Yeah. yeah. Every time you walk past it and it was closed but not demolished, you, there was hope. Yeah. But now there's no hope. There's no hope. It's gone. Goodbye to the Thames. Um, but in better news, um, nearby Green Goddess application was successful in... Uh, Blackie Standard. Blackie Standard, yes. So, uh, yeah, that's um, yeah, that's some good news. They're brewing and tapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're going to have a little nano brewery there. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. We like them. Yeah, we do. Um, they were the ones that um, provided the booze in the Jacobean vaccination centre. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They had a green goddess pop up in Charlton House, which was very fine. Yeah. Possibly the only vaccination centre with a bar, as you noted at the time. Yes, that's why I went there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're the only person I know with five vaxes. (laughs) Um, The Sam Smith's pub, the Royal George, has reopened in uh, Deptford slash Newcross. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that. Um, Have you been in there? I've never been in there, actually. I know where it is, and, you know, I don't tend... It's slightly out of the way uh, on Tanner's Hill, um... The other end of Tanner's Hill from Deptford, and uh, yeah. I tend not to seek out Sam Smith's pubs really. No, it's annoying having to pay like what is it, three pound forty-eight for a pint, isn't it? Especially when it <laughs> when it's not even worth that. You know, the, <laughs> the beer is shit. <laughs> you heard it here, and you can't say shit. You can't. No, you can't even say that beer is shit. No, you get barred. barred. Yeah. Um, uh, other openings, are, reopenings are the pineapple at the Elephant. Uh, yeah, that's the antique. I've never been there. I've never there? been there. It's, it's yes, the antique one. I think it's at the bottom of a. It's in that cursed tower. spot where I think Mamushka was for a while. I believe. Oh, oh, yeah, it's yeah. around there, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if they can make that yeah. work. It's definitely sort of new elephant, not. Uh, it's new elephant. Yeah. yeah. Um, we mentioned the Fox and Firkin in Lewisham, didn't we, earlier? They've had a microbrewery approved for their backyard. That's fantastic. Yeah. Because uh, that w- not the not the actual yard. It's in an adjoining building, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where it great. started for the Fox and Firkin. They used to have a microbrewery there back yeah. in the seventies. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, you were very excited to hear about the Dog and Bells Pickle Festival. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love a gherkin. Um, So, yeah, the Dog and Bell are having their 25th Pickle pickle Festival. Yeah. 
uh, and it's you know it's a big jolly with lots of uh, um, hot sauces and chutneys it's not just gherkins yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and beer I believe there's a lot of beer yes there's well. plenty of so beer. it's just plenty a good laugh yeah. and uh, yeah a bit of fun tremendous um, good a lot of good pub news there um, unfortunately it's not all good news in the crisp news no it's not is it we've had some shocking photographs alarming photographs um, from, from Ned our, and Goose yeah. our leading if not only crisp correspondents <laughs> yeah um, I mean maybe only in the world in the world yeah <laughs> Um, the world's two leading crisp correspondents have been sending in some photos of what can only be described as a shortage. Yes, empty shelves. Empty shelves. Where crisps should be there. Yeah. Um, uh, nevertheless, not all shelves are empty. Um, I think some shops are suffering more than others because when I was in a Marks and Spencer recently, I noticed their um, Christmas range. Oh yes. Had started to. Uh, Reveal itself. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, what have they got this year? They've got um, black truffle and olive oil. Okay. Prosciutto and formaggio. Oh. Ham and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my favourite, winterberry and fizz flavour. What? Uh, I had to have a look at the um, ingredients of this one. And potato crisps. It begins mm. reasonably enough mm. um, with berry and white wine seasoning. Okay. With edible gold stars. <laughs> <laughs> They're trolling I, 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 I could not believe it. Um, David Cantrell uh, uh, chipped in. Uh, he remembered that last year they did a gin flavour. His right. one word review, minging. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw they had pigs in blankets. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think they've done before. Sausage and bacon, well, that would be, I guess. It uh, would, yeah. It's not an actual blanket no, that, that makes no. the, the pig feel more, <laughs> more comfortable. It's a, it's a slice of his own skin. Yeah. Um, I mean, these are just... I mean, they're seasonal treats, aren't they? But as um, Richard Dixon responded, he said, Ah, so the buy once out of interest and promise never to buy a novelty pack of crisps again until next Christmas ranges are hitting the shelf. <laughs> I see. Yeah, really which I think we've all been there, haven't we? Yeah. Um, they also had a roast parsnip one, which which disturbed me because yeah. I, you may. I also have a grudge against parsnips. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, I remember there was that time when you thought it was a roast potato. It was the last, my last one. Yeah, you saved it, saved yeah, it. Yeah. It, it, it turns out wasn't to be a, a roast, fucking parsnip. Fucking parsnip. <laughs> but now, now they're pretending to be crisps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Goose has um, Goose spotted something which he's actually contributed to the podcast are mm. you game for a taste am i game for a taste yeah are you game for a taste i guess so i was ever crisp yeah because what i've got here mm. oh goose spotted these on amazon a Not game flavored crisps oh my god <laughs> are they, these all it's called taste of game <laughs> That's presumably because there's fuck all game in it. Right. It's called Taste of Game. And we're going to have the game of taste. Yeah. We've got a wild duck and plum sauce. Oh. Smoked pheasant mm. and wild mushroom. Mm-hmm. Wild boar and apple. 
and my favourite, Grouse and Winbury. <gasps> Never heard of Winbury. I don't know, even know what Winbury is. I had to look it up. Uh, it turns out it's a form of blueberry. Right? With oh. lots of different names depending on um, where you come from. Right. The Scots call it a blaberry. Oh. Um, Bloody hell. Uh, well, this is amazing. Is it amazing? Thank you, Goose. I'm going to open them because it's a bit of a racket. I'm just going to open them all. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, yeah, I think we don't need these ones this, this, this month, perhaps. We've got Maybe not, yes. Because yeah. you, you've got some. Oh, bloody hell. Save them for next time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had another one to bring, but we'll save that for next time. Honestly, this, this crisp news is amazing. Hope you haven't had lunch. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going in. Let's go in. Let's go in. What are you going I'm, for? I'm going for Grouse and Winbury. <laughs> I can't believe this. Me neither. Interesting on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I've got a note from Goose as well. Mm. His theory mm. was that all these flavours would be broadly the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some kind of herb in there. It's sort of um I don't think I like the Winbury. You think it's the Winbury you don't like? It's the thyme that I'm getting. It's most. I'm, the biggest taste there is thyme. Really? Yeah. Mm. A, some sweetness on the end. What's this one? Wild boar and apple. Okay. Interesting. So these are called Taste of Game. There's, there's pictures of um, sort of pastoral scenes on the back, mm. woodlands, and the sort of places where you might find a wild duck mm. uh, sitting in some plum sauce. Yeah. Um. Wild yeah, they don't have a very strong flavour, do they? The most, the biggest thing I get is a faint bit of rosemary in that one and quite a lot of thyme in that one. Mm. What's this one? Wild duck and plum sauce. I've been looking forward to this all day. Mmm. Mmm. That's my favourite. That's like having a crispy duck, duck pancake, isn't it? Mm. Crispy duck pancake in a Chinese. Mm. That, that's quite nice. Mm. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's plum sauce isn't it yeah probably more plum sauce than mm. wild duck isn't it? more plum sauce than wild duck they're all very sweet mm. crazy isn't it and finally in this elongated section yeah this is crisps has overtaken beer it has this is um smoked pheasant and wild mushroom mm. I'm mostly getting potato there. <laughs> That's good. I quite like those. Yeah. I quite like them, yeah. They are slightly different. They are slightly different. Yeah. yeah. My favourite my favorite would be the smoked pheasant and the wild duck. Yeah. Taste of game, crisps available. From uh, some farmer, probably? I think goose farmer on Amazon. I mean, obviously, it'd be better not... Yeah, from Wrexham. From Wrexham, that's right. Okay. And you can... Visit tasteofgame.org.uk, possibly to order your packets. Or to read about hedgerow management. Mm. Well, we don't, need, we don't need lunch now, do we? Um, if you go on to other news... Let's go on to other news. Mm. OK. This one. I don't like other news as much as beer and crisp news. No. But... Apparently, it has to be done. <laughs> well, 
There's an element of booze about this one. Um, it was a drunk man joins the search for himself. This is a drunken Turkish man. Oh, yeah. Spent hours combing through the forest in search of a missing person, only to discover he was that missing person. <laughs> he got wankered, mm. went for a walk, mm. fell asleep in the forest, <laughs> woke up to, to hear a search party swarming around the forest, joined the search party <laughs> <laughs> until somebody mentioned the name of the person they were searching for. And he had to own up. I mean, I can actually see that happening to you mm. on your way home, mm. stopping on one of your benches yeah. after the fourth pub of the night. Um, Soft and loose. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you wanted to talk about some faeces. Yes, I did want to talk about some faeces, if I may. Yes, faeces news. Um, yes, um, some archaeologists discovered some uh, poo from like nearly 3,000 years ago mm -hmm. that um, provided evidence that Austrian salt miners, um, back in their, their day, used to drink beer and eat blue cheese, mm. part, of their, part of their diet. Uh, I mean... I thought yeah, they'd all be on like grubs and shoots and stuff yeah. like that, but they were way ahead. I, I can remember, can you remember when we used to go to the wheat sheaf in uh, Borough Market with mm. Spider mm. and he'd nick off to uh, Neil's Yard Dairy mm. Mm. and bring, bring back a big lump of Colston Bassett Stilton. Yeah. And there was no food at the pub, so we'd devour his cheese for him. Yeah. And I thought, you know, we have, you know this is very civilised, this. Yeah. But in fact, we were just echoing our subterranean yeah. ancient brothers. Who were fermenting their beers and bacteriaing up their cheese long yeah. before we thought they were. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think I'd ever discover that because if I found a, found a bit of shit on the floor, I'm not going to pick it up and put it under a microscope. I'll probably just kick it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's well done again to the scientists. <laughs> Talking of scientists... Mm. Scientists have discovered a giant cloud of alcohol in space. Mm. Did, you, did you hear this? It's a, thousand, it's a giant cloud of alcohol in space, 1,000 times larger than the diameter of our solar system. That is amazing. Um, it's floating around and it contains, they estimate, 50 trillion trillion gallons. <gasps> of craft beer. <laughs> We only came in for a pint. <laughs> um, yeah, Timpman's immediate reaction on Twitter was, think of the tax revenue. <laughs> Come on, Boris, get it. <laughs> You've got to get that. Land it. Uh, that's booze in space. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I look, when I look up at the stars, I yeah. often think of my own significance. Ugh. And because, um, and, and, uh, you know, we're down here, we've got the bars, we've got the pubs, we've got the booze. Yeah. That's no longer the case, is no, it? No, no, it's now like I'm, ancient man with yeah. their blue cheese. Yeah. Um, the well, aliens really have got 50 trillion trillion gallons of booze. No wonder we can't understand what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> I mean, the, the sad thing is we'll probably drink it all next month, <laughs> in the next month, won't we? <laughs> Ned uh, sent in a news item. He spotted that um, Crafted Beds, a company in the UK, is looking for a Netflix and Nap fanatic. Mm -hmm. To be their in-house mattress tester, <laughs> we might we might be able to get a proper job. Absolutely, yes, please. I have no one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the position 
presumably prone, <laughs> that pays 24 grand a year uh, and entails spending 37.5 hours a week assessing comfortability of a mattress. Wow, what a job. Yeah, that, that, is a, that is a proper job. I think I'm overqualified. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do it, you know, every night. I assess <laughs> mattress comfortability, and sometimes in the day. <laughs> I'm very good at it. Um, on my Emma mattress. I think we should be sponsored by a mattress company. Mm. If Emma mattresses are listening. Is that um, the, the phone one that bursts out of the box? I don't know. Oh, you didn't see it come out of the box. I think I've got an Emma too. We Have should you? be sponsored by Emma. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah. I mean, very they're very good. good. They're a revelation. I recommend them. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm willing to big them up even without the money. Yeah, I mean, we don't get any money for the crisps either, you know, although we don't pay for the crisps either. <laughs> Goose pays for the crisps. No, it's funny, he was asking, he was asking, who should he send the invoice <laughs> to? And I, you know, I couldn't answer. Yeah, Pompey Dunk. Pompey Dunk. Um, cool um, I've finished my pint and I'd like to go to an, another place and have another pint I see what you're saying well perhaps we should have pub quiz too mm. so you, you, you may know where we are in the world on the river we're going to go it's not really a pub it's a tap room Whoa. a tap room on the river is that the only one perhaps could be the first. Could be the first. Well, you could yeah. was was mean. It's mean times still uh, going on. It's not the road. on the river though. It's not, it's, yeah, not quite on the river. It's not quite on the river. No, no this is right on the river. This is, is it? right on the river. And you think there would be, given there's so many Bermondsey brewers. Yeah. And these are one of the Bermondsey brewers. They right? are. They of are. That's good where they clue. Are. Good clue. Uh, they also have one in Peckham. Yes, they do. Yeah. And they're big on digits. Yes, they are. That's all I'm telling you. Okay. Okay, welcome back to Deserter, the controversial podcast about getting more into your life by doing less and having a uh, fucking lovely pint. We've done, this, we've done this bit, mate. We've done this bit. You've done this bit. Done it. We've done it. We've done it. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And the uh, the Marmite gag? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've yeah. done that. Good gag, but, but... We've done it all. Just once. Okay. We're, we, what we're doing now is the pub reveal. The pub oh, yeah. quiz reveal. Yeah. We are, of course, at... Morden Wharf Brew by Numbers. That's right. Morden Wharf, the Brew by Numbers tap room. We think it's the only brewery and tap room directly on the river. I think so, yeah. And uh, it's pretty special. I mean, we're yeah, the only ones here. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's enormous. Yeah. Inside it's cavernous. They've got mm-hmm. these massive vats full of booze. Outside, we're on a raised dais overlooking the river. Yeah. Uh, where you could quite clearly fit a thousand people, but there's only <laughs> two of us here. As you said earlier, we're enjoying it before everyone finds it. Yeah. Which presumably will be this summer. I think so, next summer, yeah. I think I think the staff here are enjoying it before it uh, takes off as well, and uh, it will do. It's yeah. yeah. The beer's magnificent. Yeah. It's on yeah. the river, it's a great spot. Yeah. yeah. Brew by numbers, Morden Wharf, East Greenwich. East Greenwich, you could say, yeah. On yeah. the peninsula, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is on the peninsula, and we're having a pint of Morden Wolf. Yes, which they brewed specially for it. Yeah, it's a lovely double dry hopped pale. Um, uh, but we're now going to talk about bomb dossers. Yeah. You're a bomb dosser. 
Okay, first up, this um, this I, I, I saw in an article uh, in the Guardian about time millionaires. Yes, People, I saw that yeah, article. Yeah, yeah, and it was very much. It seemed like yeah, dessert had gone mainstream. It's yeah, like, we've gone mainstream, baby. Every, every, you know, what did we get, do? We get paid for that or <laughs> we, no, no, we don't. No, no we don't get paid of for nothing. We bloody don't. Uh, but yeah, it was very much like about us. You know, the, the rich, you know, the time rich yeah. are, the, are the real rich. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the money rich. Exactly, exactly. Uh, because lots of the money rich are still working their fucking asses off. Yeah, idiots. yeah, yeah. But um, Gavin was one of the people mentioned in this article. Yeah. Uh, he works from home, admittedly from 8.30 to 11. It's, yeah. gets, it's quite early, but it's a short day. Yes. And then he sticks on a YouTube video of a blank screen so that his boss doesn't know he's finished work at 11 o'clock yeah so he, do, he leaves that on for 10 hours makes it seem like he's working really hard and he's uh, you know he has no guilt about this he says i don't see any value or purpose in work yeah. zero none whatsoever yeah yeah i agree with him yeah join our world gavin yeah um yeah and he's got his entire working week down to two and a half hours a day um but he gets everything done yeah so the way i look at it everyone's happy he's yeah. happy yeah um, his boss is happy because the work's getting done. Mm. Everyone's happy. What's not to like? I think yeah. There's a. I think there's a sort of sense of denial amongst uh, amongst business yeah. that people do anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. Two and a half hours a day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> of kidding? useful work. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Gavin, he's an, he he he's he's in the running, mm. isn't he, mm. for our Bondosa this episode? Yeah. Um, Who else we got? We've got um, Ian Power, who uh, enjoyed the London Marathon yeah. earlier uh, this month or last month, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, he said, he tweeted, I'm sat in a London pub wearing running gear and a tinfoil cape while strangers buy me a beer. Works every year. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Simple, but beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then another one uh, I saw from, uh, thanks to Sir Stefan um, on Twitter, it's from Fesshole. Uh, it was a guy fessing up that at sixth form, me and another lad spent all our free periods heading a screwed up ball of paper over the table between ourselves. <laughs> By the end of the upper sixth, our record was 54. <laughs> we both fucked our A-levels up. <laughs> I mean, hats off there. And... Um, that uh, prompted some responses from people. Um, James O'Flynn said, 54 though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. That's probably worth putting on your CV. Mm. Uh, to which Laughing Gravy replied, it was his CV they were heading. <laughs> <laughs> um, Grumpy Pompey said, not perhaps, do you think that's Pompey Dunk? Probably. No, probably, yeah. The Grumpy Pompey said, um, same for me, but smoking weed instead of the heading. <laughs> <laughs> and the Merchant of Thirst, this, this actually rang a bell with me. Merchant of Thirst said, we spent the whole of uni trying to get around our student house without touching the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember a few nights like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good, we were bored. <laughs> well... Shall we choose a winner? Yeah, who do you think? Who do you fancy? My, I vote for Ian Power. I thought that Ian was Power. tremendous. Yeah, work. sitting in his cape. Yeah. Okay, Ian Power. You're a bomb dosser. 
So we have a, a new section, yeah, uh, for, uh, which is uh, unusual. Uh, this is readers' letters, where people write in with their complaints <laughs> <laughs> or comments or uh, how we've affected their lives. There you go. Um, <laughs> um, so the first one uh, starts, dear sirs. Uh, I want to inform you that I've just invented the cigar joint. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was outside a pub. There was no one about, and I fancied a J. I had some weed, but I had no papers, and I had no backy. But I did have a couple of fags. Yeah. So I um, rolled the fag and rolled half of the backy out, mixed it with the weed, and shoved it all back in again. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then lit it, smoked the first half... The joint half, that is. Yeah. And followed it by smoking the half a fag that I always fancy after I have a joint. <laughs> <laughs> I give you the cigar joint. Well done. Yeah, and that's from a dirty south. <laughs> Funny name. <laughs> um, but this, uh, but there was a real one that came yeah, in, actually. Yeah. Uh, this came in and said, These novel ideas on the pod are getting us in all sorts of bother at home. My partner and I are now tucking into a port vice beer combo. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds lethal. Oh, doesn't it? Yeah. He said it rocks, but I fear the rainbow yawn this way lies. <laughs> That's from Christian. <laughs> Sorry, Christian and Mrs. Christian. Uh, <laughs> well, um, yeah, I look forward to some uh, letters. In the future, are we are we encouraging people yeah, to write in now? Yeah, do, I mean, yes. We right. do get a lot, but we tend to ignore them, don't we? But maybe we, we shouldn't. Well, yeah, because I mean, it could be use, content. It could be content. <laughs> yeah, they're usually um, threats and uh, of a legal nature. <laughs> um, is it time for the scene? Could be the time for the scene. Oh, I love the scene. Is it time for the scene? <laughs> I think it is time for the scene. Come on then. Come on then. Let's okay. go on the scene. All right. I got a social them. media scene. <laughs> uh, Oh, this made me laugh. Alana, uh, at South London Girl, Mm. she had a thread about potatoes. She said, guess how many kilos of potatoes the average Brit scoffs in a year? 85. 85 kilos of potatoes. That's mad, isn't it? Um, I don't know if it is, actually. Uh, uh, That sounds quite reasonable to me. Um, (laughs) But somebody said, yeah, that's just over half a pound a day. If that's the average, some people must be scoffing rather more. Mm. To which Naomi, the ginger gourmand, demanded to know, who's been eating my potatoes? (laughs) (laughs) And um, Franklin's in East Dulwich said, does that include crisps? A very reasonable question. Yeah, good question. And Gemma said, I reckon I do 85 kilos in hula hoops alone. (laughs) And the big question, though, was how much is 85 kilograms? You know, what does it equate to? Yeah. And, and thankfully, um, David um, Jesuderson said it's about the size of a kangaroo. <laughs> That's handy. <laughs> I reckon I could eat Kangaroo-ing. a kangaroo in potatoes, certainly over a year, possibly course, over a month. Yeah, well, I, th- I think, I think if it's a two-kilogram bag, you know, that's what yeah. you get from the, from, the, from the shop, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they go every week, so... Uh, yeah. It's uh, 50 of them, that's 100k right there. Yeah. That's not including having chips while you're out. I think we're having some of uh, Naomi's. Yeah, sorry Naomi. <laughs> it's us. Um, and uh, another one I saw, uh, it was Casper, who was one of the, the guys on the, the pub crawl who we met, and it was great to oh, meet. Yeah. Uh, he sent in the, that subreddit, uh, Anti-Work. Oh yes, yeah. Which is uh, uh, amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, it 
it, it, the uh, the um, the uh, avatar for it yeah. is it's like a Des figure, sort of lying down, ah, a bit right. like sort of Michael Jackson. Um, it says it's a, a subreddit for those who want to end work, are curious about ending work, want to get the most out of work-free life, want more information on anti-work ideas, and want personal help with their own jobs, work-related struggles. I mean, it's, a lot of it is people saying. God, my manager manager's a bastard. Yeah, he yeah. wants me to come in tomorrow. And that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it is, is moaning, and but some of it's some of it's quite funny. There was uh, one that was said. You know, HR says, "What perks do you need to make you happier?" And I say, "More money, you know, more flexibility, and longer holidays." And they reply, "Laugh my ass off. You can have some crisps and permission to wear jeans on a Friday." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's quite helpful if you're feeling a bit down about your job to have a look at. Slash yeah. Reddit, um, slash anti work on yeah. Reddit, yeah. Because yeah. it just shows you what We're not alone. dicks yeah. American managers are, yeah. largely. Yeah, yeah. And how yeah. divorced they are from our way of thinking. I know, I know. Um, yeah, but a good movement, isn't it? It's encouraging to know that people out there resisting. Yeah. Like yeah. the Chinese 966 movement, you know, uh, the lying down brigade. Yes. Yeah. That's right. We that's, are not alone. We are not alone. Things are changing. Yes. Um, on a different tack, uh, I laughed at Jason Oconde, who um, tweeted, Adele wrote Hometown Glory after her mum tried to persuade her to leave West War- Norwood <laughs> to go to university. <laughs> and that's exactly how dramatic I feel when people make me leave my house to attend motives outside of South London. <laughs> well said, Jason. And... Um, Finally, rock star Stevie Van Zant uh, mm. has been uh, tweeting about the energy crisis. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he said that uh, gas prices are now so high it's actually cheaper to buy cocaine and run everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Stevie, keeping it real, keeping it real. Yeah. Um, well, is that all we've got time for? I think I think it month? is. I mean, thank you very much for listening to uh, this, What's the it? deserter podcast, the controversial <laughs> podcast about getting we're more done. into we're your life. We're done. Done. We're done. Okay, <laughs> uh, we've done that bit, and the mar might be yeah. we've done the mar might be. Oh, well, we. Um, okay, yeah, uh, I think that's it. We're uh, under attack by wind. Here. <laughs> Uh, do you have any plans for the weekend? Uh, well, not well. I've got, uh, I'm doing a paintball with the nipper, so I'm expecting to be a giant target for a load of ten-year-olds. <laughs> that is brilliant. That How is about great. you? Um, I'm thinking of going along to Big Al's big birthday. Big uh, Al, oh big yeah, Al, yeah. yeah. He's, um, I don't know if you heard, but he, he asked his his missus asked him, "Would you like to do something special for your for your birthday?" That's nice. And he said, "Yes, I would. I'd like to go to Maggie's for a fry-up in Lewisham." <laughs> Then I'd like to go to Peckham Town for the football, and then I'd like to spend all day in the Blythe Hill Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very special. That is special. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. That's what they're doing. So I'm going to join them at some point. Yeah. And um, perhaps, yeah, see, there may be yeah, in the Blythe Hill Tavern. Yeah, I'm going to make it to the Blythe, yeah, if there's anything left of it.